Other way. <laughs> there you go. Grab it, turn it. Yeah, no. Yeah. I'm not gonna while I grab no. it and turn it. Absolutely not. <laughs> Make eye contact with me. Yeah. Yikes, dude. Okay. Welcome to the MMA on show, and that's horrific. Um <laughs> Best of let's start at the top. Let's start at the top. We've it's been awesome. building suspense too much lately, and I'm not into it anymore. Not into it. Let's huh? straight up start with Max and Yair. Threw you guys for a fucking loop, huh? <laughs> let's do it. I mean, I'm not going to want to talk about any other fight after this. Don't thing. care. We're doing right. the same thing that last card did. This podcast might be 12 minutes long, or it might be 22 minutes long, and 20 of the minutes might be about this fight. Um, okay. I got 20 minutes worth of shit to talk about this fight. It's blessed, That's baby. actually a good point. That's actually a good point. So let's, here, let's start with this. Let's give some context as to what has happened recently for both of them for our listeners who maybe haven't been keeping up. So Yair has been out for a hot minute. Mm-hmm. Last fight, October 18th, 2019, uh, unanimous decision win over Jeremy Stevens. That was a good um, win at the time. Yeah, it's it a was win. a good win yeah. at the time. I Honestly, agree. it's a good win at any point. Jeremy Stevens is dangerous. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. Agreed. Um, on the other side, Holloway's last fight, Cater, uh, January 16th, 2021. So has fought this year. Max was serving a, a jail time. sentence for assault. He assaulted. Oh, I thought you were being serious. No, nigga. <laughs> I was like, hold on. What? Nigga was like, wait a minute. <laughs> we're not for even going to speed past that. <laughs> like, wow. Um, that was attempted murder, dog. Let's let's start with Max Holloway. So Max is in kind of a weird place in his career after having just an absolutely insane run. So he won one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, like eight, nine. nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen fight winning streak. Lost Since then has gone three and two. Do we feel like are we do you feel less impressed by Max Holloway now than you did after the Ortega fight, which that was his thirteenth consecutive one? No, because no. he lost to Dustin, who may be the best lightweight on the planet, and yeah. he moved up a weight class. Like, Dustin's a true lightweight. Max wasn't a true lightweight. And what Max about had a lot of success. Losses? No, because Volk's a fucking savage. Okay, so yeah. you really don't hold it against him. It doesn't no. It doesn't diminish him at all. No, because, mind. like, dude, here, he cleanly lost the first Volk fight. The second Volk fight, a lot. Stronger I scored argument. it for Volk, but that fight was fucking close. Yeah. The third round was a swing round. He dropped Volk twice in the yeah. first two What rounds. about you? I feel about the same. I mean, maybe a little bit less because he's literally not the champion and not yeah. coming off such a dominant win. Yeah. But like in terms of like legacy or where he ranks in my mind, not really. Because yeah. in all of the fights I've seen him lose, he was within arguments distance of winning mm-hmm. with the exception of Dustin Poirier. And even in that and fight. And McGregor. Yeah. Even in that fight. Um, if Dustin didn't hit so much harder than him, like if Max was a true lightweight, I actually think he stops Dustin. That because fifth round was bad yeah, for Dustin. He was starting to pick up momentum maybe. like from the third round moving forward, and the only thing that kept setting it backwards was Max getting cracked like really hard. Yeah, and it's interesting that you bring up lightweight because this division for Max Holloway I think is kind of dead, right? Like he, it, Unless Volkanovski loses, which doesn't seem incredibly likely, uh, it's going to be a weird long road for him to get back to that fight, and then I don't know if I like him to win it ever. It's just a hard matchup for him, man. Yeah. But what I might like is him putting a little beef on that frame. God, I just don't know if he has the fucking power. He might not right now, but what if he put 15 pounds on? He's already big, dude. He's 
He's big. He walks around like what, like one eighty five. But, but my point is, he he right now is a weight that he can make one forty five. So there is a weight that he couldn't make one forty five, but could make one fifty five to walk around. He could put muscle on. You know he, what I mean? Yeah, he would have to change his strength and conditioning considerably. Yeah, because like he's already not particularly powerful for a featherweight. Yeah, but he hasn't needed that to win. Right, but like going from what I would call average or below average power for a featherweight to serviceable power for a lightweight is a big task. Like, yeah, to I me, tend to agree. To me, I would actually prefer he just see if there's what any if way he in was... hell he can cut down to 135. Nah, there's no way, bro. He's humongous. He's, he's like... Sanhagen. What if... Fight me. He's skinnier than... Or he's bigger than Sanhagen. He bro. is, but I think that's way more possible. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Well, um, it's easier. It's not necessarily more possible. What if he went to 155 and his power was pretty much the same? Then would you like him at 155 or still no? No. So what happened with the Dustin fight? Yeah, yeah. I think he has the same problem with most of the top guys in 155. Because I mean, is he gonna? Those guys all have thudders. Is he gonna put yeah. away Gaethje? Probably not. I mean, like the person he has the best chance against in the top is probably the person that is the most like underrated in the top, and that's Benil Dariush. Yeah, for sure. I mean, he's just he is underrated, but he is probably still the worst. So I mean, yeah, but underrated, I feel like most people don't feel like his number three ranking is accurate. Yeah, like yeah. I would say that a lot of people feel like he has overperformed his potential. Yeah, that's fair. That's totally fair. Uh, let's talk about the other half. So Max Holloway is in a, a weird spot. It's hard to say exactly what the rest of his career is going to look like, but I think everybody pretty much universally respects him and. He's a legend and a Hall of Famer, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Even though he's still only like, what is he, 28? Him and Yair are the same age. <laughs> yeah, he's like three 29. months older than Yair. That's, That's bananas. That's bananas. So really, like, Max Holloway's legacy is kind of just, just starting. beginning to form. Yeah. He's not even really in his... And that's kind of like what makes me wonder, too, if he might eventually get a little more pop at 155 when he just gets a little bigger. Maybe. Put a little I man mean, meat on. We've seen that before where guys are kind of average or below average at a certain weight class, and then they go up and they're like, they got yeah. the steak weight on them. You know a Dustin Poirier. Yeah. yeah well, Dustin I mean, had decent, Dustin Dustin had decent, decent okay power. 45. But he wasn't like at 55, flatlining I mean, people, really. At 55, he's much more of a hitter. But he did yeah. also do the thing you're talking about. He seriously changed his strength. He needs to just follow the Dustin Poirier path right up to 55. Phil DeRue, dog. That's what he needs to get with. Yeah. Okay, well, there we figured it out. Okay, let's talk about what Yair Rodriguez needs to do. Running from fucking Russian <laughs> Abe Lincoln. That's what he's been doing. Yeah. What's now crazy is that's such a cool fight because they both have those like super dynamic. You don't want to deal with fucking cardio as a beat. Whatever. Let's talk about Yair. No. Let's talk about Yair. Um, okay, so before the Stevens win that we just mentioned was the Chan Sung Jung fight, which was a fight he was Getting one second away from losing. Tuned for sure. Up. For sure. Literally one second away. But he did deal damage. Zombie was pretty big. For sure. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's not Great like it fight. Legendary it was, it was fight. fight. But he was definitely about to lose. He was going to lose, for sure. Zombie got a little greedy. He's zombie, man. It is what it is. I can't believe it was in 2018. Honestly, I, wow. hate, I hate calling something a fluke. It wasn't a fluke, but listen, I don't think. I mean, I... I do. And the yeah. reason is... <laughs> Go on. It's a great shot. Yeah, he your found, slander, I'm here for it. He found it, he set yeah. it up, and he executed it perfectly. Yeah. But the chances that a ducking reverse elbow knocks your opponent completely was, unconscious yeah. with one second left... More or less a Hail Mary. Yeah, I mean, that's very, very lucky. Yeah. Like, even if it just lands perfect like it did, and Zombie stumbles and falls down, he loses the fight. Yeah. 
Like it yeah. literally had to knock had to him sleep dead, in. Yeah. and it did. Yep. Pretty crazy. Some bullshit. Though. I'm so <laughs> mad about that. I'm still so fucking mad about that. No disrespect. I'm not trying to slander you out here, but that's a fucking insane ending. Yeah. Pretty insane. Remember um, when Michael Bisping almost put hands on him when Yair started to get a little mouthy? Really? <laughs> Yair don't want that. Michael Bisping. Yeah, he was like huge. yelling at him and shit. Dude, Mike put him, his bro. big ass bear paw on him. Like, bro, chill the fuck Mike's out. Mike's big, dude. Mike is enormous. He's like 6'2", he's dog. He's weighing every bit of 220, 230. He's, he's a thick boy. Did you guys see, just as an aside, the video of him and Till out in New York? No. Oh, my God. Did you see it? No, that's It's like, like a hell. selfie video. Let me see if I can find sounds it. Sounds amazing. It was on Till's Instagram. This video better be funny. It's pretty funny. It's not like hilarious. It's not like can I understand what like, Darren Till's saying? Probably not. I mean, they're both hammered. Oh, yeah, and this thing now it's looking up. Nah. Um, oh, I, Ryan, you got to put your headphones on. Darren Till's the man. You're not gonna be able to hear it. And if you disagree, come fucking see me. Sorry, we're going the wrong way, Darren. We're going the wrong way. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I can read captions. Don't fucking see me. The two best British fighters on the fucking planet. The viewers are, and listeners can hear it right now. I forgot I connected my phone to it. Sorry, we're going the wrong way, Darren. That's fucking fancy. Super fancy. Yeah, anyways, super funny. Bisping with the Stella Artois, by the way. Classic. I'm glad they squashed whatever weird little beef they had, and now they're like boys. They shouldn't have had one. It was dumb. He can kind of. Yeah, they had beef. That's fucking weird. Yeah, it's stupid. Um, okay. Is it because fucking Liverpool lumped up United? Like, Maybe. <laughs> I'd be mad Maybe. about that, too. Uh, now, back to El Pantera. Um, before that was TKO and really, really badly beaten up by Frankie Edgar, but that feels like it was 100 years ago yes, now. Yeah, it was when Frank... I mean, it was 2017, yeah. yeah so He's it, fought, it like, been four time. times in the last, like, six years yeah, due to injuries, it, like four times USADA, yeah. and running from Zabit. Did he pop? He did pop, sir. Really? He got suspended for a while. I don't remember that. that. No. no yeah. I, thought I believe was, you. I thought he was just on the common San Diego energy this whole time. <laughs> he popped. Oof, you, you don't remember that? A, I don't, but I'm Googling it. Well, yeah, there you go. Oh, he popped. I don't uh, know the exact Popular featherweight for six months for... Weed. Weed. Um, weed. Though he has not tested positive for any banned substance. It must have been weed. Weed. That's Talk stupid. Yeah, and then they mentioned Nick Diaz. It was weird. Because it's That's such, so dumb. It's such a small suspension, and, you know, just going to be racist. Dude's Hispanic. It's weed, bro. La mota. That's fair. Huh. It's a stupid suspension. on steroids. He said his uh, response to it is that I'm a nomad. There's a video about it. What? I, I'm a nomad? That's a very know, weird it, response. You sure he wasn't, like, smoking fucking peyote? Maybe. What if? That'd be tight. That'd be kind of cool. I'd be a fan then. Ayahuasca dog, drum circles. This is video seven minutes long. Whatever, we'll figure it out. I don't give a fuck what John Morgan has to ask. John Morgan. John Morgan. Okay. How does Yair Rodriguez stay competitive in this fight? What is the if you're if you're Yair's corner and you know you've had a little bit of time to prepare for this, what have you been working on? What are you going to try to do? I think the most I think guys have the most success against Max is when they go as he goes instead of 
like taking turns in the exchanges yeah. and letting Max get off his combinations. Okay, now it's my turn. Yeah. And obviously Max is like a rhythm-based fighter where it's like as soon as he starts getting in his flow, good fucking luck. So, I mean, he can't let Max tee off on him. Like, he can't let Max, like, really get going. So, he's, I think he's got to fucking kick Max to the body, yeah. kick him to the fucking legs, interrupt his fucking timing, try and see what, like, guys like Volk did where... Yeah. He, that's not just, his. That's not his no, style. He's not going to outpoint him. It's no. just not going to happen. He's got his volume's not high enough. No. Yeah, so it's uh, Ryan's point is one hundred percent about not letting Max settle into his rhythm. Yeah, because it's like watching a dam break. Like eventually, you are not going to be able to stop the flood that is Max Holloway. It's facts, and so like. You cannot let the fight even get to that point. Whatever yeah. you want to do. Volk found success with disrupting his rhythm with leg kicks and changing levels and using his footwork to angle out and like never letting Max settle into that good boxing range. Mm-hmm. He was constantly trying to reach with the jab. And however Yair, Yair is going to do it with his skill set, he's got to. Yeah. And he likes to kind of sit back and pick that perfect shot. You know, maybe he should try to time his movement and time Max's entries. Yeah, find the half beat dog. Hit him on the half beat. Yeah, I think you got to hit him and hurt him at some point, and try to and try to get respect. And I think he probably has to do it kind of early. But the thing is, like, I I just can't see a universe where like Yair stops him. But I, at the same time, I can't really see a universe where he decisions him either. So I'm like trying to figure out which is more likely to me. Him I, stopping I him, him catching him some spinning right? shit. Yeah. yeah, just because he has wild techniques that he can. Yeah. But yeah. here's the thing: like Max is 100 percent gonna try and jam him. Like yeah. he's gonna try and keep it in boxing range. And, and Yair gets flustered. Like if you pressure Yair, he doesn't deal with pressure well. Not well, great. Most dynamic kickers don't. Dog, they yeah. need that space to get yeah, off like the techniques. Yeah. And so he's gonna get crowded. He's gonna get touched a ton, and his cardio is gonna get pushed. Man, Max yeah. is gonna run his cardio over for sure. Yair is definitely at a disadvantage in that department. Okay, so I'm looking numbers here. Oh, it's ridiculous. I looked at it earlier. <laughs> it's I'm ridiculous. trying to think of what makes the most sense. So <laughs> Holloway inside distance is plus 110. Holloway by decision is even money. There's a couple. I mean, yeah, you could go Yair inside distance at yeah, 750. Yeah, yeah, like, I guess he could KO maybe like submit him too because his jiu-jitsu is good. I'm really shocked that Max. That would be shocking. But I'm I shocked think Max's is better. I'm shocked that Max by decision Maybe. is even money. I feel like that's the most likely outcome of this fight. Well, that's the that's the best of all of those odds. So you're right. They they agree with you. They're just basically saying they don't know if it's going to be there it's like completely even between whether it's going to be a decision or inside distance because he's such a heavy favorite overall. He's minus like, 700 overall. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> so basically they're saying we think he's going to win. We're just not sure which one of these ways it's going to be. So yeah, I feel like still decision should be like worse because that's the most yeah maybe likely you could you could argue that it should be more towards decision and that inside distance should be a little yeah. worse. Yeah, yeah, that's that's exactly yeah. how I feel. Yeah, so maybe taking decision might be the move. Then. Yeah, and I, even money to me, even money on max by decision is a lot. How many more times? Because I'm just trying to think of a situation where, stopped once just by Frankie. Frankie, yeah. When he got his shit mushed in. I feel like he could stop him. Though. I think so, too. He could. I feel like he could stop him. He but could. then, like, I go back to the zombie fight, and I'm like, well, dude, fucking Yair did hang in there. He yeah, but the there. volume's just said. I know. Thing. That's where, that's where I'm it's like, It's like fuck double, man. dude. Like, in, and 
Zombie's pace is good. Like four four a minute is good, but seven. It, it, his is seven and a half. This will do max my fucking TK. This is a five so. round fight too. Yeah, because yeah. yeah, it's a main event. That was two. To be fair, that was also a main event. Okay, okay. Um, and it was in the four minutes and fifty nine seconds of the fifth round. Fuck it, I'm going max by KO. I kind TKO. of actually do think he's going to get him out of there. The more that I think about it, max by TKO is not bad. I, Mac, and here's I the plus other, money. Here's the other reason. I kind of like that. He kind of needs to make a statement here. Like whether he's going to stay in the weight class, whether he's going to move up, I this would be a good one for him to do definitively. You know what I mean? Like the Cater fight was sick because he like he was still a crazy display, but Cater did survive. It would be great for if he could get somebody out of there. I get like, what you're saying, Max. Drastically does, doesn't stop people a lot. Yeah, but honestly, I don't know that. Without like an earth shattering stoppage, I don't know that there's a stoppage that's more impressive than the way he wins by decision. Like you need a knockout yeah, the same sometimes. way that like Edson Barbosa or Francis Ngannou knocks people out. Yeah, but I think the thing is like we've seen it before. Like it's, he, there's no way he's going to do it better than he did it with Cater. Like that was that's right. Enough. He, I mean, he broke the significant strikes record by like 300 or something. It was outrageous. <laughs> he like doubled it. Yeah, he says he wants to go for 900 strikes thrown this fight. Yeah, what if what if he breaks the record again? Yeah, I mean it's gonna he's gonna land as long as Yair is. What conscious. if he literally does it better again? He might. <laughs> There's no denying this man at that point. He it's might. Like, bro, come on. <laughs> what do we do? Yeah, dude, he's capable of really unique, special things on the feet because of like the way that he is built and like the way that he he's super unique, man. We have talked about this for 18 minutes. Nice work. Nice okay, uh, it's a blessed. Express. So we think probably the bet here. Is Holloway inside distance? I think that's where we're all kind of leaning a little bit, right? In terms what, what, of what's what's him by KO? KO not even plus one one twenty five, so you get a little more. Fuck yeah, yeah. Nigga. He's not gonna sub him. Yeah, nothing mutual about our funds, Nick. You know what it is. I like it. <laughs> I'm here for it. <laughs> wow, that's a little Drake bar for you on Friday. You're welcome. You love to see it. Okay, Four let's move Fridays. on. Let's move on. Podcast one day soon. Uh, ben Rothwell, Marcos Rogerio de Lima. So we're probably going to go, I'm going to be honest with you, way faster through the rest of these. Okay, so this is kind of a weird matchup. Um, let me pull up their sure dog so I can see kind of where they're both at. Ben, king of the bar fights, Rothwell. So Big Ben. Assistant manager at GameStop. Let me just read, just so, just the visual of his record is <laughs> it's worthy of being stated. Let's out do loud. it. 39 and 13. With 28 wins by KO, 7 by submission, only 4 decision wins. Some go-go chokes in there, by the way. Yeah. Uh, ben Rothwell has only been to deci- only won 4 decisions. Only Why does that decisions. not sound accurate at all? He actually used to stop people a lot. It's only recently well, that he hasn't stopped. He people. stopped uh, Chris Barnett in his last fight. Yeah, he choked him out. And then he lost by decision. Yeah, it was just the two. It was the OSP and the Tybura fights were both so fucking bad and weird that it like made us all forget he's actually kind of fun. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, it was, plus it was just the way those fights went too. Yeah. Like the clinch, oh, and there were other ones too. The, the Arlovsky fight work. was fucking terrible. Yeah, it was awful. And the Blugoy even up fight was fucking horrific. See, no. Oh wait, no. The beginning. I'm not, I'm not letting you get away with that <laughs> no, bullshit. This is no, 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 no. This is the no, second motherfucker. One. You just said let us forget that he was kind of fun. And I'm like, yo, when the fuck was no, Ben no, Russell ever fun? No. Bro, look at this shit. Our definition of Between fun Between 2016... The same. Okay, so it ended in 2016, but when did it start? Dude, it, he's like what he had, Jetta describes five, with Clay Guida. He fights ugly. Like, he's he ugly. It he is, is, he had six years of only finishes. It was ugly, sir. It just, But it's dope. 
He does weird shit. It's he's fun. the king of the bar fights, though. Yeah. I said it already. So, like, he's had some really grindy, ugly clinch fights lately. Oh, yeah. Which is why <laughs> he seemed very, very boring. So boring. Uh, but he there was, once upon a time, Ben Rothwell was out here stopping people. 28 he iced Brendan Schaub, dog. He had him grabbing for the <laughs> forever, Scott. He was reaching for nothing. He was grabbing with a I think he's terrifying, bro. Dude, he's like six fucking six. Yeah, he's so big and enormous. And like looks like a racist, but isn't. You know what I mean? I don't think. Sure. (laughs) I don't know. I don't think Ben Rothwell cares enough about other humans to be racist. No, that's true. I think he is in his own. He's just here to harm people. He's in his own mind too much for that. Yeah, I feel that. He's evolved beyond. Dude, his if whiteness. he wins, I gotta hear a <laughs> shitty fucking post fight interview. I oh, I hope that he comes out to the stupid song and he just stares. The like uh, orchestral thing. Has he ever come out to? She thinks my tractor's sexy. No, that's not he really should. his vibe. His vibe is like Phantom of the Opera. Bro. I mean, yes and <laughs> it's very no. specific. Yes and no. If you see him on Instagram, fucking cutting his oh, grass really? on is he John pretty... Deere, like okay, living his best sense. life, bro. It does make it's sense. Be one big ass fucking goddamn riding lawnmower. Let yeah. us and see. He's just no like doubt, wearing a UFC T-shirt, like screaming. He's just wild, bro. He's Love like it. a gigantic twelve-year-old. Love it. Um, it's terrifying. Let's move to Marcos uh, Rogério de Lima, the other half of the co-main event. So, <laughs> Rogério de Lima's another guy that, like, at one point in time, was pretty exciting. Uh, he had thirteen wins by knockout of his eighteen wins, two by sub, and then three by decision. Um, of his losses, he's been subbed five times. Which so, <laughs> by the way, that might be a little wink, wink towards yeah. a possible outcome here against Ben Rothwell. That's actually yeah. kind of a big problem. You knocked out once, decisioned once. <laughs> Thanks, Ryan. Um, we really need to add that to a button. We do. Um, we're we're, we need a mid button. We, we just need to really invest in. It's going to just be worn the fuck out. out. We need to build just, out these uh, these buttons. I'm going to wear that button out, sir. Um, we need a three of them things button. So here's another interesting thing. Three of them things. Since 2014, this man has gone win, loss, win, loss, win, loss, win, loss, win, loss, win. And now he faces Ben So he's getting his ass whooped on Saturday. Let's take a peek at these odds. Ben Rothwell's probably like minus 220. He is literally mid. Like it's not even slender. (laughs) He's perfectly mid, bro. Ben Rothwell is minus 170. Marcos Rogerio de Lima is plus one forty. But it also Rothwell's getting him out of there, right? It also just yeah, probably. Yeah. It also just goes to show like how momentum keeps your UFC career alive. It's true. Because I mean he's literally fifty fifty, but yeah. win loss, win loss, win loss, you don't get cut. I don't hate the idea of Ben Rothwell by submission at plus four hundred. No, I don't hate it at all. For a dude that's been subbed five times. Because Ben Rothwell has some kind of good submissions. His chokes are actually kind of good. And he does weird Ben Rothwell's gonna huh. lay that big ass belly on him too. Especially from yeah. the clinch dog. Go. His clinch work is strong. He's gonna go like this and somehow. I imagine Ben Rothwell is so strong. Yeah, so dude. strong. Dude. Jesus. Like that's why that fight between him and Orlovsky was kind of a sleeper because neither of them could establish any dominance in the clinch. And we all know how good Orlovsky is at it Ridiculous. these days. And Ben Rothwell is super good at it. And so they were, they actually forced a stalemate, bro. Like, yeah, kind of. I don't think there's a lot of people that could force a stalemate in the clinch against Orlovsky or Rothwell. Yeah. So, okay. For so, what it's worth. Are you going Rothwell sub 400? I like it. It sounds Hit spicy. It was like half a unit for funsies. Maybe What's him by KO? 265. 85. 285. What's him inside the distance? 250. You could go a couple units on that. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Yes. I would say either go a couple units on uh, 
by uh, oh shit no I read it wrong it's plus 155 decision is plus 250 never mind oh that's less valuable than I thought oh probably yeah. still go a couple of units on it because that does seem pretty likely to me yeah uh, or maybe throw like half its sub if, you, if you're yeah. feeling funky yeah, yeah. say so if you want to be spicy yeah well, throw by I'm sub. spicy dog you don't got to put a ton of money on it. I'm, right. I'm never betting on Ben Rothwell. So nothing. It's got a good chance to cash. I know that you'll chance. be grabbing fucking snacks, Ryan. Snack no, Ryan. I'll no. be loving it, bro. It's going to be weird as shit, I guarantee. I might be grabbing snacks. Uh, okay. Snacks will already be established. Felicia Spencer, Leah Letson. Ryan, run us through it quick. Hey, let's get it. I love Felicia Spencer, sir. We all do, actually. I, I genuinely, that's why I was so excited when this fight was available. And I was like, I want you that were. one. I was surprised, but you were. Oh, I was like, oh, dude, yes. Like, that's what I was really hoping for is that I could get that one. There Felicia Spencer's go. good, dude. She's good. I mean, her losses in the UFC was like the split decision to Norma in her last fight, which yep. like. Norma's good. Yeah, Norma's pretty good. She went five rounds with Amanda. Survived. God, her shit pinged, but she went five rounds with Amanda. give me the numbers on that fight. Dude, it was bad. You know, it's still one of my worst takes that I actually that has actually been put out there that I thought Felicia one twenty four to forty two. I thought Felicia could maybe give Amanda some trouble in the later rounds, and then she got her shit pinged up by Cyborg. But she also put a fat ass gash in Cyborg's head. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she, and she had success. She held Cyborg down too. And everyone thought Cyborg was just going to run her over, and she absolutely and she did, not. did not. She didn't. Felicia Spencer don't get ran over. No, often. I mean, Amanda kind of ran her over, but like, still, she survived. She didn't stop her. Though. She uh, she subbed what Megan Anderson too, and then mm-hmm. she yeah, TKO'd Sarah. Uh, yeah, she took her down, fucking gotten mountain, just beat her oh, fucking yeah. brains in. She like sliced her face open. Yeah, I'm dude, sure. she's nasty as fuck with her ground and pound. Yeah. Really strong jujitsu. Her striking's like competent, but like she understands where her bread's fucking buttered. She's 100%. doing it, using it to close range, and then at that point, she's working for a takedown. Yeah, so she's best at kicking. Her boxing, I'm not a super huge fan of, yeah. but her kicks are actually really solid. No mm-hmm. doubt. She's good, man. She's good. She's she has a well developed skill set that kind of offsets her limitations as an athlete. Like I she's not that. super athletic, but she's making the most of her gifts. She's pretty yeah. good. So I like. Her. I'm a fan of her. What's up with Leah Letson? I see she. I mean, you want to know the last time she paper. fought, sir? Oh Jesus, she has Usman a versus fucking RDA. Yeah. She hasn't yeah. fought since 2018. She mm. has like a similar game plan to Felicia Spencer, but she's just not as good with yeah, it. Yeah, I feel it. Like, she's had three years off. She hasn't fought in three years. The thing I found out is she wasn't even training the full time over these three years due to injuries. She was dealing with, like, hyperthyroidism. She just got, like, doctor's clearance to, like, slowly work her way back into, like, fight shape. Is this it, 145 or 135? This is 145. Yeah. It shows mm-hmm. you how... She has a bunch of knockouts, which is interesting. Hard. Does she Is she, like, technical? I didn't see, watch any of her shit. She has a head kick KO. She can. She has a lot of tools. Yeah, it's just the way she kind of deploys them that like it. gives me pause for concern. Like she Somebody will beat up. Gonna, yeah, yeah. She can, she'll beat up a lot of regional girls. That's for yeah, goddamn sure. It. Plus, I think Felicia Spencer is a little too much for like. Oh, hey, this is your first fight in three yeah, years for sure. Enjoy. I've got a tough time envisioning anybody stopping Felicia Spencer anyway. Yeah, it's not even I've seen her get hit with the kitchen sink from the two most devastating punchers. It's yeah. impossible. All right, so we got Felicia Spencer minus three ten, Leah Letson plus two forty. Um, do we do you think there's a chance Felicia could get her out of there? I no? dude. So here's where I've been going back and forth. I think Felicia gets her out of there. I just okay. don't know whether she subs her or she TKOs. Well, how about her. we just take her inside distance of plus one seventy five yes. at like excellent a unit? Yes. Bottom Love boom. It. Let's move on. Sounds fantastic. Let's move on. This is a fucking two and one, by the way. We're giving you bets and 
Yeah, I like that. that. You know what it is. Because Felicia really is like Burger King, dog. You can have it your way. You're going to give up the neck. You're going to get your fucking face beat the fuck in. Let's... Yeah, is really scary. <laughs> it is good. Uh, Song Dong is looking like fucking hamburger helper dog. Julio Arte. That's a sick fight. My man. Song Yudong. Yudong song, I believe. And uh, first of all, is just, it Yudong song? Yeah, yeah Yudong's They'd be name. confusing the they shit. They fuck it up all the time. Uh, so let's just take a moment to appreciate his nickname is the Kung Fu Monkey. Hard. Shit's hard as fuck. 23. Yeah, he's only 23 like years eight. old. Uh, so 17 and 5, 6 KOs, 3 subs. He is 6, 1, and 1 in the UFC. Uh, 2 and 1 in his last three. Um, the song is... Kyler Phillips. Kyler oh. Phillips. Yeah, 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 that was a rough no one shame. too. Kyler, Kyler looked good, man. Yeah, Kyler's good. Um, but he showed some great durability. His chin is made of iron. Like straight cast Chinese iron. Chinese fighters. Yeah, man, it's wild. Uh, so he's kind of methodical, man. Uh, his striking differential is... A bit in his favor. It was 4.33 to 3.64. So he's about a half, uh, about a, almost a full strike, like 0.8 strike above his opponent. And when you watch him fight, you can kind of see it because he uses his footwork to dart in and out. Like he's real back forward with his movement. And then sometimes he'll, when he goes out, he'll go backwards at an angle, mm-hmm. right? To try to, to set up either kicks to the body or his jab. And he's good at either. So he's good at leading, and he's also good at like being the matador in the fight. I've seen both from him, and the only time I've really ever seen him struggle was with Kyler Phillips, particularly I think because of his range. Kyler's got a really long reach, and he's yeah. really tall, and he's beast, dude. Yeah, the he's diver- like will be top ten. The diversity of, of techniques he was able to throw at him, like the kicks and stuff, it was it was tough, right? And that's what I think I saw him struggle with. But he's super duper fast, like even for a bantamweight. Song yeah, is such a freak. He's so fast, man. He's just really physically gifted in that area. I just watch him fight people like Casey Kenny, I believe. Casey his name. Kenny's good. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. He he struggled with the speed, man. And he was trying to match him. Like they were both just trying to go blow for blow, and I felt like he edged it just based upon being so fast mm-hmm. and like that was a great fight. Being in the right spot, yeah, it was a great effort from Casey. By the way, um, counters with the straight punches, body kicks, the left hook. I mean, he's those are the things he's looking for when he's moving backwards. Mm-hmm. When he's pressing forwards, it's mostly the boxing range. The kicks are just kind of to probe, but uh, he does kick to the body pretty diligently. Uh, and Granite Chin, as I mentioned earlier, took a head kick completely flush against Kyler Phillips, bounced his shin off of his temple, Ouch. and he just walked through it. He didn't even react to it. He Yoel Romero that shit? Yeah, in the first round, it was incredible. I was like... My word. Super ouch. What is this man made of? Jason Eccleston. One second, guys. <laughs> Jason just got a shout out on the podcast. What up, Jason? Uh, I'll just pause it. Phone is ringing. We'll be back. Oh, my God. Uh, on he's the other so side, good. we have... He's so good. Man, he's good as shit, man. On the other side, we have Julio Arce, 17 and 4, 5 KOs, 5 subs, so the man can finish. Uh, 4 and 2 in the UFC. He is 2 and 2 in his last 4. Pause. So, pause for... What are we... What are we <laughs> for pause? the finish. Huh? The man can finish. Yeah, the man can finish. Uh, really? Is that a pause? We're gonna a go. little. Fair enough. <laughs> Why are you talking about another man finishing? It's like, a low, it's like a low key pause. Yeah, I'll accept it. It's I like guess. a pause you could say in front of your mom. Yeah, I don't like it, but I'll take. Um, we'll, we'll take that. I don't really like it either, to be fair. All right, fine, Ryan. You win. I didn't say <laughs> shit, nigga. Like, I feel it. Oh, that was you. I, that was yeah, fine, I was over Nick, here as the judge. I was like, well, I mean, you over here talking about how another man finishing and shit. Like, He's like, I'll allow it. Uh, so much more favorable strike differentials. What jumped out at me uh, for 
Julio. Uh, he's 4.31 to 2.94. Yeah, the defense so, is nasty. About a strike and a half, yeah. 67% striking defense, 93% takedown defense. My goodness. So very quietly super defensive. And it's funny because uh, he comes from a boxing background, uh, so he likes to work behind his jab. He's real patient. He's the type of guy that will absolutely just touch you and touch you and touch you until he finds you to start throwing the harder shots. He's not going to throw anything hard until he knows where you are and he's got his reactions for you, uh, which I like. Uh, Golden Glove in New York uh, and then has been training MMA for quite some time, too, since like 2012. So um, he applies forward pressure like he's always moving forward. But again, it's very, very careful. He's mm. always prodding with the jab, always like looking to move. And uh, he you can tell he's from boxing background because of the way he slips shots like. He doesn't move too much. He does it just like boxers do, just enough. Mm-hmm. You just get out of the way, and then you counter. And so he's not a super fast guy, which is kind of odd. Like you would think that he would be really gifted with speed or like elusiveness for his defense, but it's just mostly doing the right things and being in the right place, which is why he's interesting. Uh, solid head movement to set up his counters, and then he varies his grappling attack when he gets into the clinch. Like when he clinches somebody, he is. He'll attack trips, or sometimes he'll just attack to spin around and, like, get on their back and, like, backpack. Sometimes he'll go for, like, a body lock around the back and, like, try to trip them down that way. Like, it's interesting to see because, like I say, he came from boxing, right? Mm-hmm. But he, he actually attacks the grappling and the clinch in kind of a diverse way, which most strikers just kind of find one thing to be good at and mm-hmm. stick with it. True. And so that's kind of interesting, too, the way he's kind of taken advantage of that in some of his previous bouts. This is a cool matchup. Yeah, you know, I like, I like it, it a lot. I initially lean Yadong just based upon his physical gifts. I mean, he's just so fast. It's going to be tough for Julio to catch his timing. And I think Yadong has had the higher quality competition. Um, but the way Julio fights could give Yadong problems for sure. Because oh. he's not going to overreach and Yadong yeah. will. Yadong is going to lead the dance and Julio is going to look the counter. And Julio has the superior defense by quite a margin. Yeah, Julio is the slicker of the two for sure. Absolutely. And has the ability to stop guys. It got well. Yule out of there in the last fight. Got Ju- Juicy J, which is not the hardest thing to do. Fuck you. Unfortunately for Juicy. Mm-hmm. Um, to get people, But he gets people out of there from time to time. And I that hip kick he threw was crazy. So he was juicy. up against the fence, right? And slipped a shot, fired back with a left hook, threw a right hand, and was leaning when he threw the right to throw the kick with the left leg and knocked him out. It was crazy. He's slick, man. It was a dope head kick. He's slick. It, yeah, it's it's all about can he deal with the pressure. I, this is a super hard fight for me to call because I, I could see it going in a number of different directions. Yeah, I could see it going either way, but I think Yudong is going to be able to get it because normally when he's allowed to be on the front foot, that's when he's the strongest. Yeah, He can play the matador, but he's more suited to be the bull, and I think his athletic gifts are going to give him a big advantage in this one. I think it's just going to take Arce too long to find Yudong's rhythm and timing. And so... yeah. He could end up getting a good shot on him and hurting him, or you know maybe he'll be able to pick up his timing faster. But Arce seems to have a, a slower pace, and Yudong really pushes guys when yeah. he's able to be on the front foot. You can get Yudong a decision for plus 120. I don't hate it. I don't hate it either. Uh, that's probably good. Maybe only like half a unit. 
Yeah, I honestly I don't Definitely. know that I I wouldn't <laughs> I wouldn't really be looking for betting action on this one because I think it's going to be Probably a pretty not. good matchup. Yeah, but if you must bet on it, I would pick Yadong myself. But yeah, this is the type off you motherfuckers. This is the type of fight that's going to fuck your parlay up. Period. Yeah, point blank. Yeah. I'm just going to say this it. fight on your parlay. You're an Keep asshole. It out of I'm just going to say sure. it before you do it, bro. Don't don't parlay this. It's no <laughs> yeah. fun. This isn't one of those close fucking fight odds where it's like, oh yeah, like this guy's clearly better. No, no this like, is close on purpose. It should be. All right, let's move on. Uh, Miguel Baeza, Chaos Williams. This is a Ryan fight, right? No, no, oh, this is me. I got fucked out of this. Oh one. yeah, you, you can talk about it if you want to. I'm, nah, in fact, we can funny. do it together because pause. it's a great fight. Now that's a good pause. Pause. Oh, that's much better. I like that one. It's an excellent fight. Pause. Dude. All right, so Miguel Camel Thunder Baeza. That's fucking tough. <laughs> one of the hardest nicknames in the game. Uh, Ten and one, seven KOs, one sub. Uh, three and one in the UFC. Uh, man, what's sad about this guy? I guess the first thing I put on my notes is well composed. Uh, he just nothing ever seems like it's out of hand for him when he's in the octagon. He seems like he has every single situation under control, no matter where the fight goes. He just has the confidence to either establish control or regain it back very quickly. Uh, when you watch him fight, it's very clear that he's gonna look to take the distance. And he uses jab, uses strong calf kick to do so. Uh, and it's interesting to watch. Um, he's pretty tough, too, man. Like, he faced some serious adversity against Matt Brown. First round of that fight, he got cracked. And Matt was clinching him and teeing off with elbows and trying to get him out of there. He was he was doing everything he could. And he hung on in there, man, and ended up finishing Matt Brown himself. He hate crime Matt Brown. Which is hard to do. It's hard to stop Matt Brown. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, and just in general, he's sharp, he's athletic, he's slick. He's one of those guys that's just got all the tools. Like, he's got the power without trying to load up. Like, he can just fire a straight shot right down the pipe and still put guys down if it's uh, uh, if it's clean. Like, he just has everything. He's just gifted. When you watch him fight, it's just very clear that he's gifted. Uh, and he's, again, kind of methodical in the way he breaks guys down. He's going to kick the legs. He's going to kick the body. He's going to jab. Like He's going to be looking to counter when they're frustrated and try to enter too quickly. He just varies his attack so much that he just frustrates the shit out of his opponents. And then like he just walks them into thudders after that. He is a Jorge guy, right? Isn't he trained with Jorge? Is he an ATT guy? Yeah, uh, like, I think, him, I think they're I like know. tight. I'm going to Google it. And his one loss, while Nick is Googling, is to uh, Ponzinibbio. Uh, and he almost won that fight. So It was close. Um, yeah, they all trained on him. And he's talking about teammate Colby Covington. And gotcha, gotcha. Okay. That's crazy because Pons trains at ATT. Yeah, and they just fought. Yep. But yeah, Miguel, is, he's got everything, man. He's a great fighter uh, with a ton of upside. And I think he, we're going to be hearing about him for a long time. Yeah, no doubt. On the other side, uh, we have Kalen. Chaos, the Ox Fighter, Williams. Chaos, I like. The Ox Fighter, not Fuck's so much. What's the Ox Fighter mean? That is his, I fucking, maybe he's as strong as an ox, so he fights other oxes. Oh, like oxtails. Yeah. You're Jamaican nigga. <laughs> oxtails are delicious. Do you think it is oxtail related? Because that's actually pretty cool. That's cool. I wish. I'd be fucking with some oxtails, nigga. He has uh, two nicknames. So, yeah, he has two nicknames. His government name is Kalen. Uh, Why are you out here using this man's slave name? Hey, I, I put it in parentheses. I have that's Chaos actually written down. Fuck you. <laughs> First and foremost. 
12 and 2, <laughs> 6 KOs, 1 sub, uh, 3 and 1 in the UFC. I don't want to. I don't mean to stop you, but the fact that he only has six KOs out of his twelve wins is incredibly surprising, surprising. isn't it? Yeah, surprising. surprising, isn't it? He's actually won a fair amount of decisions. I believe huh. it is five decisions for KO wow. Williams, which you would not have expected based upon his <laughs> UFC run and frame. Uh, also, based upon my very first note for him, world's meanest stare down face. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's the, here to bang. <laughs> the intensity of the mean mug from Chaos Williams Boy. is one hundred percent Detroit. There is no denying that he is a Michigan boy. Uh, my next note is literally just thudders in all caps. Chaos Williams hits very, very hard. So hard. Uh, and furthermore, he is willing to put himself in dangerous positions and swing from his hip pocket to throw those thudders. Uh, he do he will fight a fight behind his jab, kind of at the beginning of the fight, um, or when he feels he's in control. But <laughs> true to his name, Chaos, when he gets hit, seems to lose his composure somewhat. But it works out in his favor, and like also sometimes even when he doesn't get hit, get hit, he'll just choose these moments to like rush his opponent in kind of a frenetic way. He's and, definitely like a get back fighter. Like, yeah, he wants to get his lick back for yeah. sure. If you hit, kinda. Him. I feel like he showed some strides in the last one, though. Oh yeah, for sure. I just fucking fight his last fight. Semmelsberger. It yeah, was good. Yeah. And uh, crazy. I don't know why I kept thinking fucking Pajero. Pajero was, was the one before. Yeah, Pajero was the one before that. Because yeah. I was like, that was like the ver- that back. was the annoying version of it. Like yeah. those two were like a the yin and yang of what he. Yeah, yeah the does. two ends of the spectrum, yeah. kind of. Well, yeah, and you can see it in unless he sleeps. People. Well, you said the <laughs> Semmelsberger fight. You can see it over a long distance, but he actually does fight behind his jab really well. Uh, yeah. He almost always probes to try to find the jab, uh, and he kicks to the legs really diligently mm-hmm. too. I think the reason we saw him kind of blitz at Pajeda more is because Pajeda's movement and superior kicks were really hard for him to navigate. Um, but when he's in control, Kalen will, I mean, he'll fight fairly disciplined right. and he'll pick more yeah. moments to be a little more wild. But yeah. um, overall, once he's in the pocket, he is there to swing them things. He is trying to hurt the other person. He throws everything with bad intentions. Uh, and so that is what makes his fights exciting. Even when he does not get the finish, uh, he's there to bang the other guy up. And he is not really afraid of being hurt himself. No. And so. I would stay the fuck away from this fight. Yeah, I wouldn't bet on this fight to save your life because no. somebody's getting stopped. Or maybe not. And you even if I mean? they like, don't, it we're maybe getting. Maybe it's a, like a, not a kickboxing match that's awesome. Maybe it's a kickboxing match that's bad. Like, you I don't, don't know what's going to happen. We're bro. getting Justin Gaethje and fucking yeah, it could be that. Michael Chandler round two, dog. I hope that's so. That's what we're getting. I hope so, yeah. Miguel by decision, then fuck it. I got Baeza personally. I think he'll get him because. He's more skillful. Yeah, he's the more skillful of the two, but they both have the thudders and they both have a yeah. pretty good knack for timing and hitting the other guy when it will hurt. Yeah. And so. Even though I think Chaos Williams will struggle for some of the same reasons he struggled against Michelle Pajeda, that's not to say he can't land a really good shot because he landed some solid shots against Pajeda. That yeah. dude's just a yeah. tank. Yeah, my <laughs> one fear is that this is one of the rare thudder v thudder matchups that right. goes horribly awry. It could. It, it, it really like could. where they their sort of reputation precedes him a little too much, and they're both like a little too cagey. And unfortunately, in that Lewis situation, and Ganu too. Yeah, unfortunately, in that situation, <laughs> yeah. I got Baeza by decision. Yeah, for sure. Easy. If if they both have respect for one another's power, I don't think Chaos Williams beats Baeza. Yeah, I was actually going to say if there's a bet, I think maybe it's Baeza by decision. Yeah, check Miggy by decision. What is I it? think it's like two something. I looked a second. Ago 225. That sounds like money to me. Sounds okay. Sounds okay. 
Let's move on. Uh, Tiago Moises, Joel Alvarez. Who's this? What's up, motherfucker? Yeah, same Moises. I think that's right. Yeah, that's, that's you, right? Yeah, because I'm a huge Moises fan. Yeah, I know you are. It's good. good. It's good call. He is good. He's, He's very, very good. Good. Last fight, kind of got ran the fuck over by the champ. What are you going to do? waiting. Islam. What are you going to do? Got subbed. Kind of wild. No shame in that. Moises has incredible fucking jujitsu. His fight before that, he beat... Alexander Hernandez. Yeah, so he touched up Alexander Hernandez. And before that was Bobby Green. That's a yeah, nice Yeah, no. Yeah, dude, both he of those ones are pretty good. Because he, he got up to, I think it was like 13th when yeah, he fought Islam. Yeah, I think Islam. he was 13th when he yeah, fought Islam. so I... Dude, he's good, man. He's definitely developing. I think ATT is like the best gym for him because like you can see like all the trademarks for them working behind a jab, calf kicking, you know, constantly moving. He seems very comfortable in his stand up now and like not a whole lot of power, but I mean he is gonna touch you up. Um and then if all else goes to fail, he has ridiculous jujitsu. Yep. Like you don't want to fucking be on the ground with this guy. And he's one of those guys that'll get you to the ground anyway, even if his takedown Holy attempt shit. doesn't go his way, yeah, he dude, don't care. Joel Alvarez, eighteen <laughs> wins, sixteen by fucking submission, sub Joe Duffy, and then subbed uh some Russian guy. Well, Alexander Yakolov. Yeah. He's Spanish. Yeah, dude. So he's only losses to Ismagulov, dude. Everyone's only losses to Ismagulov, and Ismagulov's still not ranked. <laughs> so like getting hated on. I watched Joel Alvarez's fights. He's enormous for the weight class. He's six three. And like Okay. On the feet, he throws everything really hard, but like you can tell there's not a whole lot of fucking pop in his shots. Like yeah. he'll kick the leg really fucking hard. He'll throw high kicks really fucking hard. Every punch he throws, he's trying to take your fucking head off. And I think what he's trying to do is get the opponent flustered to shoot on him. Dude, he must be so good he's at phenomenal chokes. off his back. He it's sixteen of his eighteen wins are by sub. How many of them? Like what submissions? Let's let's get a can we get a brief rundown? Guillotine, and then he had one by TKO. Lost a decision to Ismagulov, and then he went. Outside the UFC, uh, triangle, Bravo, which is Dars, triangle, guillotine, guillotine, triangle. It's off his back. <coughs> um, then he won by TKO. Anaconda, triangle, armbar. He got head kicked. Uh, guillotine, triangle, anaconda, triangle, triangle. Shitloads of triangles. Yeah, so triangle. triangle yeah. and guillotine all over the place. He has this like crazy. So I went back and like watched the Joe Duffy fight and. It's it's fucking second nature for him. As soon as you shoot, he's trying to cinch up a choke. Um, my issue is, if there's a guy who has good enough fucking jits to deal with this dude, it's Moises. Yeah, true. This dude's also super hittable, too. But like, I, I, what I think is going to happen is Moises is just going to pick at him for three fucking rounds. Yeah. He's just going to he's gonna touch him up. Uh, and. Alvarez kind of seems like he doesn't have all fucking night to be there. Like he seems to get like real impatient. Do with you have, things. do you give him any chance? If I told he you, he can maybe get a sub off his fight. He, he can pull off a sub, dude. Like his dude, his him by sub is plus seven fifty. Sounds like we're gonna get a good old grappler. You, I mean, if you got what's Moises by decision? What if you go uh, Moises by decision is even? What if you just hedge him? Yeah, you throw hedge a him. couple at. I'd uh, throw like twenty bucks by with Moises on by fucking yeah. So like decision, and then I throw like or five so bucks yeah. on this dude by like sub because either way you're gonna Half. make fucking money. Yeah, yeah. like yeah. I, I just don't see either guy stopping the other person with strikes. Yeah, no, probably not. And he's good, man, but it's just there's something that it just gives me a whole lot of pause where the, a majority of a guy's success is off his fucking back. 
Yeah, it's it, to this level. I've never yeah. really seen. I mean, in granted, like in Joe I, Duffy, I don't fucking know what these walked are. into the fucking uh, guillotine, yeah. and then uh, the other dude also walked into the submission. I yeah. think these fights are all in Spain. Too. Yeah, it's hard to, it makes me just wonder, like, how fights. good is the competition? So granted, saying, he does have two wins by submission in the UFC too. So it's like, but it, 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 it dude, it's weird. It's so, hard to think that that level of success off your back will continue in the UFC. It's, yeah, kind of. It, dude, and see, like, the thing is, is that he's given these guys a lot to think about on the feet, and they're just like shooting shitty shots and putting themselves in bad yeah. positions. It's not like they're hurt doing it. Joe Duffy just had a horrible fucking takedown attempt where he like yeah. left his head on the fucking outside like right there for a fucking guillotine so it's like it was really hard for me to be like oh, okay like this man has like incredible jujitsu like you can see yeah. as he's going through the transitions and shit with uh whatever the russian dude name is like is magulov yeah, yeah no no not no 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 the fucking whatever dude he just be is magulov kind of put it on oh uh moises no uh, alvarez yeah <clears throat> Like, you can see, because, like, there was extended periods of grappling. Like, he didn't get the submission Yakawa. right away. You know, he had to work yeah. through positions, readjust. Like, he definitely is excellent He's at jujitsu. Yeah. It's like, but a lot of these things were like, dude, this is kind of a fucking slam dunk if you're good. Like, they're just giving their fucking necks to you. And yeah. it, it was weird, man. Like, the Joe Duffy one really just kind of left me wanting more from both guys. Yeah. And that was the fight Joe Duffy retired after, that. but... It's like, yeah, this is a submission win, and it's good because like Joe Duffy's a fucking big ass scalp to get. Yeah, but I didn't walk away like super impressed. Nah, oh, okay. three losses in a row for Duffy at that point. Yeah, yeah, I think we. It's fair to say he's an unknown commodity, but if he can win this fight, that's huge. Maybe he might be out for the races. He's big for the fucking weight class. He's a big old boy. He did miss weight though his last fight. He weighed in like one sixty. Did he make it for this one? Do you uh, know? I think so. I didn't. I didn't read. I didn't see. Anybody anybody I didn't read missed. anything that anybody missed weight. Yeah, I but know. I don't know how long he's gonna be for the weight class. He's six fucking three, yeah. dude. Jeez, Lord. He's huge. Um, okay, let's move on. Uh, Calvillo Lee. So, Calvillo minus 140. Um, she's coming in not really looking like the fighter that we used to know and love. I feel like she's just kind of slumping. I agree with that, actually. Yeah. Uh, Andrade put it on her. Chikagian fight was more competitive, but oh. she just faded really bad. And, you know, even before that was looking less compelling, as someone that came into the UFC and was stopping people, her output, her stoppages, everything really kind of waned. Over the course of her USC career, she's 34, I think now. Cynthia Cavill is that fucking old? Yeah, yeah she's she's, she's on shorts. the back nine, man. And uh, to me, she, she's minus 140. Lee's plus 115. She's she won her first three, lost three straight. Um, looked unreal in her last fight against Shevchenko, Antonina Shevchenko. Um, won everywhere. Beat her up on the feet. Took her down. Went for like eight different submissions. Eventually got great. her a triangle armbar. She looked amazing. Um, Calvillo maybe has a wrestling advantage, but I don't think it's substantial. And Lee has a big striking advantage. So for me, I think there's a ton of value for Lee against Calvillo in this fight. Yeah, I like that one. And Calvillo is absolutely going to try to strike with her. She's been in love with her striking. She's going to try. I just don't. That's crazy that she's already fighting again. When was her fight against Andrade? That just seemed recent. Um, Yeah, I feel like I can tell you. That seems super recent because she kind of quit, but. September twenty fifth. I mean, hey, hey, when Jessica Andrade be putting fucking hands on you, like you quit. It, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's actually just kind of um, how that works. Andrea Lee by decision is plus one ninety. That's cool. I mean, you could also just bet Andrea Lee for plus one fifteen. She could get her out of there too. I'm probably just gonna take old Andy by straight up. Just yeah, I think so too. Take her money line. Yeah, throw like a unit on it. A lot of key. 
I like it. Uh, let's see. What's the next one? Like that. All right. That one seems like a locked one. Right. Big dog. Big doggy. Like I told you, nigga. You know what it is. I know what it is. Bottom funds, nigga. You know what I'm talking about. Sean Woodson calling England. Oh, is this Jetta? Is Jetta? Uh, wait, who is it? Just waiting on Woodson my phone. England. Who? Woodson and England. Oh, that's me. Okay. Okay. This fight is. I actually had to watch. Well, there's only one England fight in the UFC. Yep. But I only had to watch one Woodson fight to know what he does. Excellent fucking boxing. He's super fucking tall He's for the goddamn division. He looks weird. He has ridiculously good takedown I mean defense. That in a nice way. Yeah, no, dude. He's like fucking Slender Man. Like, he's, like, he's like Slender Man. Yeah, he's dude, like KD. He's, like, going back and watching his fight with Yusuf, I'm like, bro, how the fuck are these guys in the same weight class? Yeah, he's huge, bro. And Yusuf's kind of big for the. He's 6'2, dude, with a 78 inch reach. He's enormous, way. dog. There's no way he makes 45 <laughs> much longer. Yeah. He's bro, got just a 78 inch reach of featherweight, bro. He has Great some dog. of the fastest fucking hands, he's dude. Good. He He's has good, a boxing back round, dude. He's dude. super sharp. That's the most un- that's like Paul Williams, dog. That's like the most unfair thing I've ever heard of. Dude, it's fucking <laughs> yeah. wild. Not a ton of power. He but was like jabbing Yusuf. Well, then he's like really like Paul Williams. Across. He was jabbing Yusuf halfway across the he fucking really cage, dude. Was. It's so big. Yeah. Boss. Uh, <clears throat> Yusuf was able to take him down. Yeah, though. he was. He was. Which is, I mean, to me, that's what Anglin has to try to do here, right? Yeah, but like, so here's, here's where... I have pause with that. Okay. I think Yusuf is a UFC caliber fighter. For sure. I think Yusuf's in the wrong weight class, for sure. That might be the case, yes. From what I've seen from Anglin, he reminds me a lot of the typical, he's going to beat up regional dudes fucking badly. Yeah, I feel it. But I just don't know if I see him as like, a UFC type. Fighter. I mean, I think this is the great test. This, this is, is. so. His last fucking fight was a uh, Bogdasarian. He was good, and he got tuned. he got demoed. Yeah, that's a tough fight. He got tuned. Like, and granted, like Anglin's whole thing is he's going to be a striker. He wants to fucking sit there and bang with you, but like when you got to deal with Bogdasarian, how much are you really going to yeah. bang? Bogdasarian's so going to hurt people. Yeah. So he, I mean, he tried to he tried to take him down. He tried to clinch up. It just seemed like a sh- there was a difference in strength technique. And it just didn't seem like Colin's like that comfortable with it. Like it just seemed like he's like, dude, I'm I'm doing this to try and keep this dude the fuck off me. He's like, I don't know really what's going on. He's gonna have to do the same fucking thing. I don't think yeah. he's as proficient in striking as fucking Slenderman is. And like I think Slenderman's gonna get behind that jab and touch him up for three rounds. I don't think yeah. he's gonna get him out of there. Like I think Colin's tough as shit, but I think he's gonna get touched up. Yeah, I think England does have a pretty significant power advantage in this fight, but if he can't get inside of that, like he's gonna have trouble. Oh, good luck. Yeah, he's gonna have trouble. And there's something too from Slenderman that I like really liked in his Yusuf fight. Like as the fight was wearing on, he was definitely starting to throw more fucking elbows. And I'm like, yeah, yes, his, his Muay Thai is good, man. Bastard. He throws, yes. he throws uh, pretty good kicks. Mm-hmm. He throws really good knees. Really good. He's knees. good, man. I'm a fan of of Sean. He has really good movement too. Like he creates like these weird ass angles with his fucking. Gr- like fucking monkey limbs and just mink. His elbows are like down here, bro. He's got the reach of a dude who's six six. Yeah, he's a dude. Freak. It's fucking that's it's crazy. crazy. I was like, dude, how yeah. does this dude make this fucking if, weight? If he puts it all together, he's a good problem. luck. It's the most unfair thing I've ever heard of. Who missed weight? Who missed weight? Uh, of course, Alvarez he's moving up to seventy. Uh, 
37.5. Ooh, that's a tough one, too, because that means he kept going. You know what I mean? Yeah. Jojua? Jojua, Miss Wait. She's going to get cut. Let's talk about Jojua. Oh, actually, let's give a bet for that last one. She's going to get cut, dude. Let's give a bet here. Um, Woodson, Anglin. So, wow. Woodson Woodson's by decision. minus 335. Yeah, it's about right. Um, yeah, Woodson by decision <laughs> yeah, is minus right. 120. Yeah. Yeah, throw a couple. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's what's going to happen. Throw a couple. That's I think Colin's happen. a little too tough to get finished. Because, I mean. I think Colin made it to Bob the UFC too fast, man. Because yeah, he was yes. fucking flatlining everyone. So, I get everyone. why he got See, the that's shot. what scares me, though. Let's talk about that. I actually kind of hate when I see fighters be demoing dudes in the first round on the regional scene. Because then, like, I know that shit's going to stop in the UFC. Yeah. Like, I just... That gives me, like, depends on what regional scene it is. Like, there's... If you're demoing dudes in the LFA like he was, then it's kind of like, wow, where else he going to go? What, two LFA fights? I don't don't think he had that many, dude, because I saw, like, some bullshit-ass promotion... Well, I mean, you're not gonna. You learn. might be right. You're not gonna learn anything if it's yeah. all first round fights in the he, like he, lower fight leagues. He had basically an immediate knockout. Like it's just very fight, hard. But to, that guy was on a four fight losing streak. Twenty one fourteen. See, it's very hard to learn yeah. anything about your fighter if he's demoing dudes on the regional. And I think scene. like the true growth of a fighter comes in like the more the more shit you go through in the cage. Like yeah. if I see, Listen, okay, man. you're demoing dudes, and then you get a couple decisions. I'm like, all right, well. You actually had to work for that shit. Like, the dude didn't just roll yeah. the fuck over. Or you yeah. demoed, like, eight or nine dudes in a row. Then it's like, okay. Like, there's something in there. Yeah. <laughs> Unless and, you're and fucking there's heavyweight. A chance, dude, there's a chance that he fucking knocks him the fuck out, and then we have to eat yeah, our sure. words. But sure. It, right now, it looks unlikely, and he looks like a fighter that maybe is out of his at, a, at a place where he shouldn't be. I also yet. think the matchmaking, too. He only has 10 too. fights, man. He's 8 and 2. That's what I'm... And he's only 28. Like, f- take four or five more fights outside of the UFC, and I bet you he... Because clearly he can, he's got five knockouts. He's talented, dude. Yeah. I just don't think of where he's at right no, now is like UFC caliber. Yeah. And plus, they're giving him no favors with matchmaking. No, they're not. None. He no. got a fucking killer his first fucking fight, and then this dude's a fucking savage too. Yeah. Like, yeah, I just, rough. I they know. really did give him like a five star prospect. Though. Yeah, All right, man. Jetta. Get us through this one as quickly as humanly possible. I'm gonna do the, the best I can. Okay, thanks. So we got uh, Jojo was fine. That's what I do now. Courtney Cast Iron Casey. Uh, Excuse me. Nine and nine, three KOs, four subs. She is five and eight in the UFC. Currently on a two fight skid. Georgia. Yeah, she's from Georgia. Uh, from Tbilisi with all the rest of the Georgian fighters nice. in the UFC right now. Her and the robber homies. Yep. Gang shit. Yeah, gang shit. Autumn cro- red crosses on their flag. Uh, she's two and three. In her last five, uh, three of her finishes from coming to UFC. Notable bouts, Cynthia Calvillo uh, lost unanimous decision. Angela Hill, win, split decision. Michelle Watterson, lost, split decision. And Claudia Gedalia, lost, unanimous decision. So she's fought some good girls. <sighs> she keeps a solid pace. Uh, and she's about even on her striking differential. And so she gives what she gets, basically. But her accuracy is kind of low, uh, 38% overall. Uh, she's also very tall. She's five foot seven. So she's got that going for her. All right, so losing it. Dude, yeah, because I know this is so painful to Jetta right I'm now. Tr- <laughs> Dude, I tried so hard. I'm, I'm trying to be you. professional. Anyway, uh, and she does uh, press the action. She's a forward moving fighter. Um, and she's trying to get into the boxing range. She's looking to scrap in the pocket. It's not going to be super duper polished. Uh, she's just trying to find her hooks, find some uppercuts, uh, bang the other girl up. 
And that's really all I have to say. I wish there was Brandon Marcos. And Brandon Marcos Hill. got cut, by yeah, she, the way. Yeah, she I didn't did mention Angela Hill. I didn't mention Off Randy Marcos. Yeah, ain't that some bullshit? Yeah, she subbed Randy Marcos, too, by the way. It was a finish. Yeah, she did your own barter. Yeah, so um, that's a pretty oh good submission. God. But I did mention the Angela Hill one, though. Oh, yeah, yeah, you yeah, did. Her, her experience is very relevant. Uh, other than she that, has I mean, fought like everybody in that yeah, everybody. She's just kind of big and durable, man. Cast yeah. Iron's probably a decent name. Moving on. Made. <laughs> Let's talk of even maybe for less time about Liana yeah. Jojo. Yeah, Liana Jojo. She Wolf. Uh, she's eight and four, one KO, six submissions, one and two in the UFC. Coming off a TKO loss to Miranda Maverick, stopped by an enormous cut, donated to her via a so beautiful bad. rising elbow. Actually, it was really tight. Uh, Miranda looked great. She was two her up before that. Um, pretty solid win for her. Um, she was stopped in her other loss via TKO by Sarah Morris, and that was at Bantamweight. She was kind of small. Um, Muay Thai background, but she mostly attacks with straight punches. Uh, you don't see her kick hardly at all, so it was odd to find out that she's got Muay Thai background. Fake. Um, apparently. Um, I haven't have it in my notes. Surprisingly, few kicks for a Muay Thai fighter. Uh, and she's really just looking to cross... You're an to, asshole. She's hey, guys, the, uh, Courtney Casey, by uh, decision, is <laughs> even money. <laughs> yeah, basically. Um, and I think she just freezes too much uh, in front of her opposition. She's looking for the counter shot. but No, I'm going with the she-wolf. She, she may be nigga. a bit out of her depth. Well, she's got a great armbar. And that's she? about it. Yeah. Has Courtney Casey been armbarred? Yes. We can get her. By, there it is. By Randa Marcos. Plus 575. Yeah, let's do that, dog. <laughs> Hit it. Why not? Half a, put, like, fucking $2 on it. <laughs> put one-tenth of a unit. Okay, sorry, Jetta. You got to do what you got to do, Nick. Thanks. <laughs> Thank you. He's like, I don't want to hear any more about this. Yeah, Dude, you. this hey, is... Thank you. Uh, <laughs> Mark Casey, Rafael Alves. Uh, excuse me, Rafael Alves. Um, hey, okay, Dick, learn Portuguese. My bad, dog. Uh, Mark Casey, uh, English fighter, super fun, um, very decorated in England, came into the UFC at 9-0, had a hot start, went 3-0, knocked out a couple guys, then dropped three straight. However, it was to uh, close Hooker and Hawk Barras, so it's all good. Uh, <laughs> since then, no. one, two, then lost to Fazeev, but it was pretty competitive. Yeah, it was a good fight. Yeah, pretty competitive. Definitely Fazeev that won. ass too. Fazeev, yeah, Fazeev did style on him a little bit. Fazeev is just Jacasey, but way better. Fazeev gets hit a lot for a guy who's as good at striking as he is. That's yeah, that Muay Thai, Thai shit dog. in him, man. Yeah. yeah. It's that Rod Tang shit, he don't bro. Care. He don't care. It's very true. It's, just, it's not about scoring. <laughs> no. It's very true. We're not trying Letting to score. this nigga know you ain't pussy. That's what it is. Um, like, I feel that so spiritually. Despite being perfect outside the UFC, he was kind of streaky as he's been in the UFC in that he had a, a lot of trouble with guys for like three fights in a row and then would stop three guys three fights in a row. So just kind of who he is. I think he hasn't cool. quite figured out who he is just yet, but I do think he's incredibly talented. Fuck um, yes. Slow pace, looking for a big shot. Uh, good defensively, but kind of hittable from like aggressive guys. Um, Hawk Brost really demonstrated that. Uh, incredibly athletic, moments of brilliance. His Timu Backlund knockout is, look it up. It's absolutely beautiful. Um, Hafiel Alves, plus 160. He's 19 to 10 overall. Only six decisions uh, in either side of the win loss column there, and he has been stopped nine times. How many times have um, been KO'd? I think only three. About to be four, nigga. Maybe. Jacasey doesn't have a ton of power. He will get you out of there occasionally, though. It's not impossible. Um, So he won Dana White Contender Series via guillotine. 
Um, last mm-hmm. and debuted, of course, and lost to Ismagulov because literally everyone on this card lost their last fight to Ismagulov. Fuck <laughs> me, dude. Dude, that dude is fucking so He's good. their daddy. <laughs> He's just running around um, whooping everybody ass. That's it. He did score a knockdown in that fight, and it wasn't entirely uncompetitive. Like, this dude's a big, beefy guy who's just here to throw down, bro. And right. his jiu-jitsu's okay, but he does get stopped a lot. Uh-huh. He's like a Brazilian regional guy that's crazy athletic. Okay. Jacasey by KO. Maybe. Could maybe happen. Um, he's had a crazy streaky career as well. Lots of experience. Has a lot of durability. Has a lot of gameness, but his skills ju- don't really match his experience. To me, Mark's fight to lose. I think he shouldn't try to KO him personally because Alvis does hit much harder than he does, I think. I think he should use range. I think he should kick. And I think he should try to decision him. Um, I think if I'm Alves, I'm trying to get in his face and fuck him up early. That's definitely his best bet. Um, odds Smell here. like bitch in here. Let's see what we got. Okay. <clears throat> Jacasey's minus 200. Uh, Alves plus 160, as aforementioned. Casey inside. Jacasey inside distance. Plus 315, I don't hate. Decision is even. So they. they yeah, Once I, again, I actually do like that. Hedge that hoe. What do we got for KO? We could go all the way up to 350. Let's do it. Yeah. Hedge it. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. The line actually literally just moved even further for Casey in front of my very eyes. I like it. This is like one of them cards where like you just betting straight money line. Just Casey by knockout sounds right it. to me. Last but not least, and this one should be a banger. Yes, it should. Uh, Kennedy, the African Savage, top tier nickname again, in Zetriku. War God. Versus Daun Sita Jung. Uh, so I like Daun Jung. Uh, I like Kennedy. That's why I picked this one. This fight's sick. Yeah, it's a very good fight. Um, so we're going to get into it. Kennedy is 9 and one six KOs, three and one in the UFC. Currently on a three-fight win streak, uh, riding back-to-back knockouts. Uh, first of all, he's huge. Uh, two of five, he's six foot five, eighty-three inch reach, uh, and keeps those hands nice and high in his guard. Uh, and he's got a pretty high pace. It's like five significant strikes uh, per minute or something like that. Uh, and his strike differential is fairly even. Uh, gets hit five, hit, lands five. Yeah. Uh, and when you watch him fight, you can see it. Uh, the reason he wins is because the five you land don't affect him. Uh, he is like a large brick wall slowly moving towards his opponent. And it is impossible to chip away at him. <laughs> <laughs> large brick wall. Bro. It, He's an animal. <laughs> it's incredible the amount of punishment that this dude can absorb. And he will Jeez. just keep plotting at you at the same pace and trying to establish that jab and trying to find his cross. The Carlos Olberg fight. That yeah, saying, that's yeah. exactly what I'm talking about. Olberg threw everything at him. He was teeing off up against the fence. Anybody else is about ready to get finished. And Zetraku is just standing there with his guard nice and high, shaking his head, telling the ref he's fine, moving when the ref tells him to move. Um, and so unreal durability from this guy. Uh, recovered from that head kick from Olberg pretty quickly. Um, and it's just, he's ominous. <laughs> That's wild, the bro. Right five landed, five absorbed a minute. That is a crazy pace at 205. Yeah, 205. He's, he's, he keeps a high pace, man. And like they I said, both he's, do, to be fair. But. He's always moving towards you. And, yeah. you know, decent timing once he gets rolling. He's got to get going. Now. He's kind of a slow starter. Yeah. Uh, but yes. he's got the durability and the will <laughs> to make it that okay. Bro, it's fucking insane. <laughs> yeah, he's a savage. It's wild, bro. Do you think that Daun Jung can take him down? Because yeah, I think yeah, that's sure. the plan, Absolutely. right? Uh, I would if I were to William Knight. Yeah, he he did do it to William Knight, and he controlled him easily. Easily. Uh, And William Knight didn't look super comfortable off of his back, so the control part may have been a bit easier, but that Negro is strong as they come, so getting him down there is not easy, and controlling those explosive movements is not easy 
either. Exactly. He did it free. So our boy, Don Jung, uh, 14, 2, and 1. Uh, 10 KOs, 2 subs, 3, 0, and 1 in the UFC. His one draw comes against none other than smiling Sam Alvey. Uh, he is undefeated. Did get cut yet? I don't think so. No, I don't think so. Uh, he's undefeated since 2016. He's got a 14-fight unbeaten streak. I can't say 15-fight win streak because of the Sam Alvey draw. Um, likes to work behind his jab. Real patient boxing-based attack. Uh, very typical of Korean fighters. Uh, fights out of Korean top team. So, yes, they, they have their own, which is tight. That's fucking hard. Yeah, yeah dude. They got top teams everywhere. It's so fucking tight. Um, and uh, he alters his timing of his one-two. Like, that's the primary attack that he uses like sometimes it'll be one long delay two sometimes it'll be yeah. pop out right behind each other sometimes it'll be one stutter and another one sometimes he'll come with the quick double jab but it's mostly straight punches and he's just changing the timing constantly which leads into a single leg beautifully beautiful uh, and also uh his clinch work which uh his clinch trips featured against uh william knight were fantastic were. Uh, he got them quite free uh, in that fight uh, and establish some good control from half guard. And so, uh, also his uh, his knees and elbows in the clinch, he, he likes to mix up the striking there as well. And so, it, it's not like if he clinches you, you only have to worry about being like spun down with a drum. Yeah. How did he stop Mike Rodriguez? Was that out of the clinch? How did that stoppage happen? I don't remember. I don't remember either. So, first round knockout with a knockdown. I can't remember at all. It was on the... Yeah, uh, I can't remember how he knocked him down. I watched it, but I can't remember how he knocked him down, actually. I didn't make a note of it because I'm not very smart. Um, But he mixes in between the... uh, I remember him having a lot of success after... So he hit him and he hurt him, and then Mm -hmm. he started getting in the boxing range, landing shots, and then he would clinch him and land a shot, too. Yeah. But I can't remember when it led to the knockdown exactly. But... uh, Oh, he was up against the fence, actually. It was a clinch knee. I think it was. He had, a, he had yeah. Jung pressed against the fence, and he landed this knee that just busted his shit. I mean, from looking pretty decent to face caked in blood immediately yes. uh, from like a single knee. Nasty. And, then, and then from there, Jung was totally in control. Um, yeah, stop soon thereafter. Yeah, stop soon thereafter. So very nasty in the clinch. Nice boxing-based attack. Um, and a smart guy. Good timing. Yeah. If he tries to take Nzechuku down, we're going to find out how good his wrestling is. I don't know that he's going to have, or any human being, possesses the power to stop the Terminator that is Nzechuku. But <laughs> if he yeah, gets he him has to, been submitted once. Yeah, so if he gets him to the ground, he might be able to submit him or control him. Yeah, and he's got a couple subs to go with his 10 KOs. This is an interesting one, man, because like I want to be high on Dong Jung, but that Sam Melvy draw in 2020 it's kind of mid makes me go ew it's kind of a mid draw um okay lie. so in terms of gambling i ain't fucking touching this I one i probably though. wouldn't either yeah i wouldn't touch Kennedy this one. will fuck your whole goddamn day up yes he will this is yeah. another fight that will fuck your parlay up dog don't do it yeah just hey this one's for viewing <laughs> <laughs> this yeah, one's just for viewing fuck that i'm kind of high on don jung i like him we'll see if he can get through this one uh i like kennedy a lot too i will see how long he can just be a zombie. Do yeah, we think dude. somebody's getting finished, or do we think it's possible it goes to decision? I mean, if anybody gets finished, it's going to be Jung. I don't yeah. see it. From what I've watched, I don't see anybody stopping in Zetraku. He has been close. Until though. he fights Francis Ngannou. <laughs> anyway. Well, yeah. He has he has been close, but, like, his ability, he recovered really quickly. And, like, dude, yeah. Olberg, even when he's in very good shape. Even when up. he was under that really 
like scary pressure, mm-hmm. he his demeanor was the same. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, he's comfortable. Robots sure. don't have feelings, Jetta. He just, bro, it was incredible. Yeah, he just didn't seem shaken at all, even though yeah, he was good. obviously very hurt. And Olberg cracks. And he was laying into him against the fence. Yeah. Olberg gassed himself out trying to take that. Yeah, he head sure off. did. Yeah, he, did. he sure did. Oh, my ears so itchy. Um. Okay, so that's where we're settling. Then probably just don't. Yeah, yeah I. Fuck that. I don't see it ending by finish. Jung, I would like to favor by decision, but yeah, Kennedy, the highest Kennedy gets busy. By decision. Kennedy gets busy, man. His pace is high. I don't know a lot of guys that can deal with that for a long time at two hundred five. Yeah, crazy, man. I don't know. I, I do think if Kennedy wins, I think it's by finish, but I think there's yeah. also a chance Don Jung just holds him down and because he did it so easy. To that's win. what I think we're gonna get is we're gonna get a yeah. clinch shrimp into control. Yeah, and we might even get some kind of vicious ground and pound. Maybe even if you're tough when you're getting hit from the top, you go out eventually. Yeah, and he's got a bunch of like TKO fi- by from elbow. elbows from ground and pound. Yeah. yeah, Jung's ground and pound is nasty. Yeah, so Jung could stop him with ground and pound, but I don't. Think he's gonna stop him on the feet? We'll probably get control. Yep. We got any boxing this weekend? I, I don't really think so. Oh, Terrence, does Terrence Crawford fight week. this weekend? Okay, yes, I was week. like, hold on. Uh, so it's next Saturday. Mm-hmm. Cool. We TBC. should like talk about that a lot. Fuck yeah, because it's actually a sweet fight. There, yeah, actually, gets a big fight. Yeah, yeah, because you know who's the fucking main event next week? Ketlin Vieira and Misha Tate. No. Yeah. That's a great we're not, fight. Co- we're not covering that. How card. dare you? That we're fight not covering is that card. Incredible. We're not covering Fuck that. Fuck you, Jetta. It's right. gonna be so good. Bye. Bye.